Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Oh, hey, fuckers. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fuck. It's the anti-slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Hey. Uh, shout out to Amber Rose and Crumpany. Crumpany? Yeah, Crumpany. That's <laughs> I what thought, I fucking called it. I thought that was like a new thing that you were saying to be like. Crumpany? That's like what you call company who steals your ideas. <laughs> Crumpany. I would no. I would call that fast Jew company. Oh, all right. I see little, what you did there. Inside comedy. How topical. Humor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys watch the VMAs. It's video uh, music awards on MTV. On MTV. But a lot of you pointed out that Amber Rose and Black China. Right. Uh, <laughs> which hey, if that's your nickname, you be you. Whatever. And yeah, they were wearing outfits on the red carpet that said "slut," "bitch," "hoe," "gold digger," "gold digger," and then their strip- friends. Had- One said "stripper," but I'm like. How's that a bad thing? Yeah, well, they I, both stripped. Uh, well, they were, they just she explained it as Instagram comments that they often get. That's right, the that, haters that are obviously meant to be derogatory. So while we don't think of stripper as a derogatory term because we're open minded, progressive, forward thinking, intellectual, um, some people might think that it's not cool. And those people are stupid. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was cool to see. And thanks for for tagging us in all of those things. I'm like, hey, they stole your idea. Well, like we need more women promoting this shit. So I'm really glad that they uh they did that i but, mean it was cool that they did it but i also but like we had already done it so i was like it. that we was do it cool and if, the if, first time we did when we when <laughs> remember we when it. we broke that ground yeah um <laughs> our leggings are still available you can get a, a pair of leggings or you can get a crop top they're the anti-slut shaming leggings or crop top and they are available if you were interested in purchasing them on popragious.com that's p-o-p-r-a-g-e-o-u-s dot oh, oh, com oh. enter Coupon code GWF and you get twenty percent off. Yeah, GWF. Like guys, we fucked. Get it? Get how we got that? Get code. it? Do you see the relation there? It's cool by so for present. You want to wear leggings that say "slut ho bitch." Oh, floozy, promiscuous, ho, ho, tramp. Yeah, all those great words. They're really great. I enjoy wearing them a lot. I love wearing them. The colors them in are public. awesome and they make me look thin. And uh, yeah, that they do. And they're yeah. very comfy. And yeah. I love people's reaction when I'm wearing them. Oh my God. These, I really was wearing fun. them on the train over the weekend and these two girls were just, I could see them just slowly reading them. And I was like, yeah, read my pants. <laughs> Bitch. 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 Read my motherfucking pants. Uh, and we have some shows coming up at the, uh, in September. We have a bunch of shows. September is a hot month. Follow us on social media to get our, our full schedule. Mm-hmm. But, uh, These I, are the top, top shows. Yeah, yours are first, right? Mine's on uh, the 29th. Yeah, so we'll go in order. So first, Wednesday, September 23rd. This is Corinne. Uh, Katie Hannigan and I love doing the Comedian Project in Fringe, so we're making it a stand-up comedy show at The Standing Room, which is in Long Island. City, and it's going to be just sets uh, from women, and we're going to throw some men on there oh, that don't nice have to you. do with sex, relationships, uh, or genitalia. So it's going to be kind of just if you want to hear people talk about stuff that maybe you're not used to hearing them about, like robots and shit, come out to that. And then <laughs> the monthly <laughs> you know, Nacho robots. Bitches show, Nacho Bitches, is Friday, September 25th at 9 15 p.m. Again, get there at fucking nine though. Uh, and that's going to be my big birthday show. Oh, that would be fun. Um, so so come because like I'm guilty
guilting you into it because it's my fucking She's birthday. turning 30, you guys. Turning it's a big 30. fucking deal. And yeah. then on Corinne's actual birthday, September 29th, Tuesday, is Glamour Puss, hosted by myself and Wendy Starling uh, at Zinc Bar in the West Village. So we'll include links to all of that uh, either as in this description or as it gets closer. We'll, we'll decide. You'll know about Just it. Just follow us. <laughs> um, yeah. How you doing? Good. How's your puss? My puss is great. Oh, good. I've started, I wanted to let everyone know that I've started, I get a lot of UTIs. Just like anytime someone new touches my vagina, even with a condom, I'm just like very prone to them. Mm-hmm. And I was reading up on it. It's kind of like some people are just prone to them, some aren't. Um, so I I started taking ASIO, just cranberry pills, like upkeep pills. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like kind of like, okay. It can't hurt. Because in America, we love to wait until the problem's out of control oh, and yeah. then fix it. Then but we I'm go like, to the ER. Yeah. So I'm just like, how about we just do a little upkeep? And it was like a little expensive. I mean, when I say expensive, it was like $20, but like for a little pack that's going to last you like not that long. But I was just like, let me see if I just start taking cranberry pills on the reg. Is this going to help my vagina? Because my vagina, as you will learn in this episode, is very precious to me. <laughs> it's diamonds in between your it's legs. diamonds in between your legs. Uh, and has it worked? Well, I mean, it's only been like a couple of days, but I just feel like it's, it's just like spend money on your vagina. Care about your vagina. Yeah. Your vagina is great. Know your vagina. Love your vagina. Well, because I've been having a great. Yeah. I've just been I'm having my own sexual revolution. I feel oh. a bit more into sex than I have in a long time. Ooh. Masturbating a lot. Mm. Very like it's I've been it's been re reignited in me. So it's that's good. amazing. Great. That's so exciting. So God, I love what a vagina. relief. Vaginas, vaginas, vaginas. How's yours vagina? My vagina is really good. Good. After that conversation, because I know a lot of people write into us and say that the podcast really helps them have conversations with their boyfriend or girlfriend that they probably wouldn't normally have. Right. It's kind of an excuse of like, well, they're talking about it. What do you think? Right. And it it, it is that way for me personally as well, because I talk. I don't say things on the podcast. If I say something about Steven, I'm going to say to him first before I say it on the podcast. I was wondering last Always. week because I was yeah. like, oh, you're saying some pretty like, yeah. In, you know, I would never wait till he listens to be like, oh yeah, that's what I really think. No, I was ho- no, I was hoping not. <laughs> uh, and then we had we've had this one. We were talking about it about sex, and I don't know what happened. I don't even know what up led to this. But then we we had sex, and he did this thing where he like propped my butt up on pillows, and then mm-hmm. he just went down on me very like he just put his mouth on my vagina, very and I was like, ding 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 ding. Yeah. Damn. That's no one's ever done that before. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just wait, just relax, hold still, you know, yeah. just like calm, just breathe, relax. And he kind of forced me to, because when I have an orgasm, my body like clenches up a little bit, and I kind of not freak out, but I I tense up my muscles. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of guiding me to not do that mm-hmm. while having an orgasm. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is fun. I think it's interesting. Where, where has that been all my life? Yeah, I think as we get older, we kind of like just know or think we know like this is the way I come and this is the way I always have to come. But sometimes I've found with sexual partners, you have to if it's someone you trust, just let them try let to them make their you thing. come their way. Yeah, because it, it might it, you might find a new way that you can come, or you can also just find even a better way to come. And, and things, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Because sometimes exactly I'm like I'm like lying there and I'm just like fool, this isn't gonna work, and then I'm like whoa, <laughs> you fool. Oh shit, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Well, I am the fool. <laughs> yeah, the fool, the fooler becomes a fooly. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. And it's weird yeah. about sex because especially when people 
when you go throughout your life and you get older, you discover not kinks, but things that turn you on that you would never have guessed. But it takes them being put in front of you to go, yeah. oh shit, I kind of like that. Yeah. So it's so interesting. So our yeah, our yeah, it's like you didn't know bad. you liked cake until you tried cake, oh, and then you're I like, mean, I want fucking more cake. Uh, speaking of vaginas, yes, we got this email that was so fascinating to me and i'm so if you guys want to email us it's sorry about last night show at gmail.com we've been getting some fucking gems we love reading your emails yeah. and we great job on the titles guys oh i know the subject thanks lines. for keeping them interesting Dude, these subject lines are make my day i yeah. love reading them so this uh subject line is ever want to know about pap smears and i was like Meh. but then i read it and i was like oh shit i did want to um, know Hello, sexy ladies. My name is, you didn't say we can't say it, so I'm going to say it. My name is Donnell, and I am a cytotechnologist. I don't, I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing that right. <laughs> uh, I know, I know now you're wondering, what the hell is that? You would be correct. In a nutshell, I look for cancer on slides by looking at a person's cells. The main thing that I look at is pap smears all day. That's right. I'm the person who looks at pussy cells all day. Good for you. Someone's got to do it. All kidding aside, I consider my job very important and I provide an amazing service to women. Just a quick history lesson on pap smears. Before they were pap smears, cervical cancer was the number one killer of women. Thanks to Dr. Papanakalipadabada. Uh, was he I'm not Greek? even going to try. No, I don't, even, I, can't, I don't even know what this last name is. Uh, but I'm assuming that's where pap smears got their name. Thanks to this doctor who created the pap smear, cervical cancer is no longer the number one killer of women. Pap smears has been the most successful prevention of cancer in the history of medicine. Needless to say, pap smears are really important. And before I became a cyto technologist again sorry uh, i had no idea why pap smears were important now i know the importance of pap smears and i see the results with my own eyes every time i look at a patient's slide with a microscope i can see that the beginning of cancer and legions forming and get the patient treated before it becomes cancer as you guys have a wide platform for informing people about sex and other issues i thought i would offer you my knowledge on pap smears in case you guys have any questions about it there's so much i could tell you from the type of stds i see the things i've seen on old ladies these pap smears <laughs> i want to know that from the way cells change with age and even when is the best time to get your pap even if you guys never need my help or have any questions i will still continue to listen to your podcast thank you thank you um, and when you can guys we just send him our pap yeah uh and yeah can you look at this please you're like i want a second opinion and when you get your pap if it comes across my microscope i may have an idea of what you did last night and what was left behind Ooh. p.s i love your show while i i listen to your show while I screen, so in a way, you're helping women be healthier. Oh, thank you so much. I hope you're concentrating. Let's all get pap smears, guys. Yeah, they're not that bad. I mean, you little should. Q-tip, little tip, tip. If you are a sexually active person, you should be getting a pap smear uh, at least once a year. Yes. So I just hope you know that. Get that pap smear, ladies and yeah. guys. Just see a dick doctor. I, I don't know what the deal is, guys. <laughs> see a dick doctor. All right. On that note, this next email. The title is uh, "Was I molested?" M U L E S T D. It's a new way. Yeah. Because it was, was like molested. I molested? Um, was, the person writes, okay, so my name is blah, blah, blah. I live in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> I like how he pointed out it's a big city. I don't know if you say this or not. <laughs> Where's Dallas? <laughs> 
I think it's somewhere down in the south. I don't know. He's so cute. He says, but I'm 15 years old, 16 in a few weeks, as only a 15-year-old would point out. Uh, yes. I'm a flaming homosexual and you. have started going to the LA Fitness, that's redundant, next to my house. <laughs> uh, not because I need to get skinny, but because boys. Okay. I get you. I shower there and at least two to four times a week I end up having sex with dudes there. I go at 4 a.m. so there is almost no one in the bathrooms and I look 12 but BTW (laughs) and some of these men are like 40 plus it's rare to do it with the same ones but the old white ones always come back and buy me stuff in parentheses headphones money shoes well do they buy you money or they just give you money Uh, and I'm gonna buy you $20 (laughs) I'm gonna buy you $20 for $15 Uh, I told you one of my fellow I told one of my fellow gays this and they got so worried and keep telling me to stop and that this is wrong and that those dudes are pedos which is I guess the word on the street for pedophiles. Super cute abbreviation for pedophiles. Uh, But I'm always the one to start or come on to them. Is this a problem? Should I stop? I always use protection, by the way, when I'm giving and receiving. Okay, young man. I mean, I have thoughts, but I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I have very, I, well, I mean, as we as we all know, I have a very strong connection to the gay community, and I wish I could say that I have not heard a story like this 18,000 times before, but unfortunately, basically, I, I've heard a similar story like this from almost every one of my that gay young? friends. That's, that's, that's the thing that's, I've heard this story, but not from someone so young, and that's the problem. I don't, what well, you asked a couple questions at the end of this email, uh, is, you know, is this wrong? Is this a problem? I think it's a problem. I don't think it's wrong, but... By any means. Um, but I think uh, it's a problem because you're so young and you're and you're starting off your sexual career in a very weird way. I think of sexuality as kind of like something that you should like learn how to do, quote unquote, correctly or in a healthy way. And then you can break the rules after that. You're starting it in like in in, a, in my opinion, I think mostly everyone's like a, it's pretty unhealthy because you're. It's just like purely animalistic, which is fine, but not when you're 15. I was going to say, if you're 15 and you look like you're 12 and some of the men you're hooking up with are 40, that's a little pedo, as you say. Yeah. Well, it's not, it is, right? I mean, but, but look, when I was a 15 year old, yeah. I, I, and I came to my sexuality, I would totally flirt with older men. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even touch them, let alone have sex with them. Yeah. I don't but, think it's weird that you want to fuck older guys, but no, I know that's not weird. It at just all. concerns me because I, I would hope that you would, that your first sexual experience sh- should be at least emotionally based in some sort because you're starting off like so hardcore and that's the thing we're we're in a society that's very desensitized to sex so it's like if you're starting out this crazy what when you're 25 it scares me what you're gonna need to get off honestly Mm. um and and also with the money and stuff it's just like i mean you're not I mean, it's like that's borderline prostitution, which there isn't anything wrong with that. The Again, is your nothing. age. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with prostitution. I really would not recommend at 15, almost 16. I know. Yeah, I know. And the kinds of guys that are doing this are people who are I'm sure they're hiding things. Uh, from, they're probably closet. Yeah, they're probably straight guys. <laughs> Dallas are going to L.A. fitness at four in the morning. Yeah, Dallas. And they're and their wives with blonde hair and a lot of hairsprayer at home making pies and shit. And then they're going to have it's just it's not a good situation. And I know you're using protection. So 
so your dick is safe. Thank But yeah. you're not safe. Like, and this is not a safe situation. And what the fuck? Who is working at LA Fitness? Jesus Christ. No one. The janitors are like, nah, that's your God. That's him again. Eh, yeah. And there's story after story in the gay community about these glory holes and about people having sex in bathrooms. And that's always, you know, a thing because, again, we've talked about this before. Gay sex is very, it's, you know, when you get two dudes together, it's just going to be the most kind of like crazy sexual sex that ever existed. And that's awesome. But you are Sounds just, great. you're just so, you're just so young. And here's the thing. And I know you said in the email that you come on to them. Yeah. But when you're older, I, I promise you, you will. I'm pretty sure you're going to think this because I've thought this too when I was younger and I went for older guys and they were like, okay. I look back at that and I'm like, that fucking, that wasn't. There's something wrong should've... with them. Yeah. Yeah. There's more wrong with them than you. Yeah. You're, you, um, I think. Yeah. That's it, a normal urge. Yeah. It's an urge because it's, it's you, you feel powerful and you feel oh, yeah. wanted and you're just coming into in, in touch with your sexuality and it's thrilling. I'm sure it sounds fucking thrilling to me. And I'm going on 30 years old. Um, But it just, yeah, I just really worry that you're going so hard that it's going to just take more and more to get you off and you're going to lose touch with the wonderful emotional side of sex that I know sometimes Which we don't talk amazing. about a lot. Yeah. We don't talk about that a lot, but it is a beautiful, wonderful, yeah. and blissful I, and, high. And, yeah, and I certainly like, yeah, I have a lot of sex that is casual, but I, I when it starts to like lose meaning, I I'm very in touch with that and I always stop having sex because that's a that's an alarm in my brain saying like okay Corinne you've gone too far you need to calm just down back little, you need yeah. to remember why you're having this sex and and it just always really stay in touch with that it's like I would like to know if you've ever had what, what your first sexual experience was like if you've had a serious boyfriend or someone who you felt feelings hopefully somewhere around your own age you know it doesn't yeah. have to be another 15 year old but maybe you know between you know, 15 and less 20 than, or something. Yeah, less than 25? Yeah. Um, and so that's all. So nothing you're doing is wrong, but yeah, it, se- it seems a little I feel like you're emotionally unsafe. possibly damaging yourself in the future. Yeah. Just can't say for sure, but those that's my gut feeling. Just move slower. You have so many years to have so sex. Young. Just uh, I think that just build up slowly, savor every moment, and you can be fun and promiscuous with, with like, you know, a friend or something and just a safer environment environment at a gym at four o'clock in the morning yeah just i mean right it's sometimes when something sounds fucked up like write it down on a piece of paper and look at it and be like okay all right yeah take a step back maybe that wasn't get back and look at it and be like yeah really christina why sex in the woods yeah Yeah. stupid nothing wrong nothing dirty you're not you know (laughs) i don't think you're weird but you know just yeah I know because I don't want to be like you're you're wrong and make yeah, you feel no, bad. That's I, the last I, thing I, I honestly do. was not alarmed by this email at all because I have her. I know this is this kind of story is one of a million stories in the gay community. But just you know, just take it slow, take your time, and enjoy your life, baby. Yeah, you're good. You're all right. You know who else is good? Yes. Oh my god. Today's guest. You guys. I, this was one of the most fascinating conversations I've ever had yeah. with another person. Yeah, this absolutely. Fucking, I've learned so much. Yes. This woman is um, a, story a storyteller. Teller. She grew up in Spanish Harlem during the Jim Crow periods. Uh-huh. Uh, during this, she experienced the sexual revelation of the 60s. Re- or revolution. Revolution. <laughs> uh, but the revolution was a revelation. Yeah. So, there you go. You know what I meant. <laughs> uh she has the most incredible stories about 
Oh, a lot. We talk a lot about abortion and what what was legal, what wasn't, and what women had to do when they weren't given the power to choose, which every woman has the right to. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are so excited to introduce our guest, Janice Matias. Hush not, child, and don't cry. Your folks might understand you by and by. Just move on up toward your destination Though you may find from time to time complication Miss Janice Matias Matias Matias. Matias. You say it way sexy. Yeah, I was like, that's very sensual, oh, Janice. Thank you. I love that. Uh, Matias. Matias. What's your background? Uh, my background, I'm a Latina. Ooh. I was born, I'm the first generation of Hispanics to be born in New York City during Jim Crow. Oh. oh yeah. Jeez. Um, You've seen some shit. I've seen a lot of shit. I what mean. kind of shit? <laughs> well, I, I grew up in an era that it was Jim Crow, so we were forced to, we couldn't, we were forced to stay in our neighborhoods. As a matter of fact, West Side Story was based on where I lived. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, it's the East Side. Um, It was very, it was very segregated. Um, It was interesting because you had like blacks that lived in the upper 16 and 225th Street. Mm -hmm. Then you had Spanish. Spanish Harlem. Spanish Harlem. And then you had, um, then you had the Jews and the Italians. And we, as it gets lower, it's different ethnic groups. And And we're all here today. And we're all here today. Isn't that interesting? You know, in my time, if you came in my neighborhood just like West Side Story you would have got killed right really you would have got killed let alone you know want to fuck another did you carry mace on you oh what mace you had you had uh, we boiled um, mace wasn't a thing no yeah that's a new modern technology Uh. we uh, we used to um, we used to heat up oil oh Jesus well that'll do it cooking oil that's the original mace that's the original mace heated up oil the original mace bacon bacon grease in your face bacon grease I'm serious well I know you are what was you putting in Oh, and you know what's also interesting too about my era? Um, we, uh, my parents came the customs, which was very interesting for women. Uh, women were considered that their pussies were the family jewels, mm-hmm. and that, and you know, you heard of Kinsiana, Kinsiana. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, basically. That's the fifth- 15th yeah, birthday, yeah. Birthday, 15th right? birthday. That means that's give. That means that. Um, well, I'm not. A, I'm more Puerto Rican. And what we did in my culture is that when you got married, you actually had after the day after night after your wedding, you actually had to put your sheet out the window. What? And the yes, yeah, and that's oh, like a bloody, shit? like a bloody sheet. Yeah, you know, to show like, that you lost you, your virginity. That, that you lost your virginity. Wow, wow. Yeah, that's a different meaning to a white <laughs> red flag. But what's so interesting? I knew them. Um, my brother got married. I knew he was fucking his girlfriend. Before that's the marriage? What, yeah, because that's why they had to get married because she was pregnant. Oh, <laughs> oh so he just like yeah. killed a pig and like splattered Yeah, I don't know what the they sheets. did, but it was so funny because the day after you, you see her family and my family is about 20 of us and we're living in New York City and they're like on uh, the tentative, on, um, I think, what was it, about 116th Street and um, here we are standing there and, and looking up as she 
she has to put the sheet out the window. I thought, I thought that With was the fake most, blood on it. I, I guess, guess it had to be fake, but it was the most hilarious. And thing. you guys waited for them. You were just we, waiting that's outside, a like really weird. Put put your <laughs> put your ver- lost my virginity yeah. sheet out. We, I, it was, it, but you guys see, it's honor. Hispanics to believe in respect and honor. So that's a tradition. It's like a tradi- opening presents on Christmas. Yes, get married. You put your pussy sheet. Yeah, out you there. put your pussy shit out there <laughs> for the girls. And uh, uh, what was it? Uh, I just it just it just it dawned on me. But I thought that was very funny because I knew the truth of what was behind it. And I think my generation is that um, I grew up uh, as well. I didn't grow up. I grew up in the '60s, and that was okay. the sexual revolution. Mm-hmm. It was also the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also at that time it was big movement like the abortion, um, Waybers and Brown. It was so much in that. My, that my generation we witnessed and that we made happen right. because we were tired I guess um, the Beatles came I don't know oh. <laughs> yeah. Beatles yeah. came broad yeah, off let's do Beatles it came. how old are you? Huh? How old? I'm a, believe it or not my oldest daughter is 44 Wait, yeah. how old are you? No, because I was going to say, I was like, Christina thought you were in your 40s. And I, oh, thank I can, you! I can tell by what you're talking like, about that you are no, not. I'm <laughs> can I admit? I'm 62. Holy <laughs> shit, you look great. Thank you. God, white people age like fucking <laughs> no, bananas. No, you know what is? American women, we don't, oh, we don't, we don't get older. We know how to buy lipstick. <laughs> That's what I say. We, yeah. That's we amazing. Yeah, you know, we know how to buy lipstick and we have all this, uh, uh, we know how to um, save money, you know, to kind of. <laughs> Keep us up the gym and yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Take care of your face. You, you put take, sunscreen, put, on. especially your pussy. You gotta yeah. take it. So, but, what do you feel about the word pussy? We were having this conversation. Oh, yeah. about, I was like, let's go in front yeah, of the mic. Yeah, this is what I understand. Like, um, um, I have a show called Pussynomics. Uh, is your phone? Oh, okay, sorry. I heard some background noise, oh, and I was like, is that your phone? I had, um, uh, I have a show called Pussynomics, and what I wanted to do was to explore the political uh, slaughter that all that is happening with women's rights and yeah. women's identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because women, I find some women, they think offensive calling themselves pussy I don't see pussy as your vagina vagina to me is just an organ mm-hmm. to me when you say pussy I see it more of a sexuality of an identity of my sexuality mm-hmm. you know especially it embodies so yeah, much more to it you. embodies more because when you say pussy you're really identifying you find yourself as a sexual being to me mm-hmm. you know and especially when I masturbate okay <laughs> when I masturbate I don't talk about oh my vagina. Right. You know? Vagina is not, I mean, it's an okay word, but it's not like a sexy. It's very clinical. It's yeah, very it does clinical, seem, it feels you know? clinical and stale. But if you talk about, oh, my pussy's so good. Mm-hmm. My pussy is yeah. sweet. Come on. Doesn't that have an effect? Yeah, yeah. You know? and, um, I'm into it. Gets the yeah. juices flowing. Yeah, it gets the juices flowing. And uh, I find that a lot of, t- uh, today women find offense in that. And I don't understand that. Huh. You Do know? you think maybe it's just because they're sexually repressed? Like I think they're afraid of their pussies. I think a lot of women are afraid of their I pussies. I think so. Well, Wait. I think yeah, that's absolutely true, but I think we've also, uh, they are afraid, but some of us have like be, been able to get out of like society making us afraid, but I feel like we've kind of been taught to like that, like to hide our our pussies like well your culture has not mine yeah no not yours no <laughs> that's why you're here Janice <laughs> no it's interesting because um uh, being ethnic one thing about being about uh 
We grew up in a totally different, we a different awareness. Uh, but a different world. I mean, Jim Crow. World. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Because well, we had women, women, ethnic women has always been forced to be liberated. Mm. We always been forced to be the head of the household because uh, because our men could not get jobs, mm-hmm. you know, or they or society had beat them down so bad that they became very self-destructive. Mm. So so. Ethnic women especially have always had to take the reign um, of being the head of the household, being the provider. And in that, in that position, we have learned to be empower ourselves. Yeah. So and one of the ways we empowered ourselves is that we knew what the pussy was <laughs> and what the pussy could do. Because it is power. power. power yeah. Pussy power. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know? Um, as a matter of fact, if you really look back at history, pussy is the first, it was the first of uh, uh, what you call it, was currency. I was gonna say yeah, currency, absolutely. It's yeah. the right. first currency. You barter with some pussy. You barter, you bought nations. <laughs> you, you give me that chicken, I'll give you some you pussy. Say, no, I'll give you a country. <laughs> Oh, oh, shit. If my pussy could command a country. Well, if you look shit. at Helena Troy. And oh, you know, that's true. Cleopatra, my girl. Their the pussies Well, that's why it's so amazing. We had all these leader, leaders uh, that were women who were so powerful. And then, you know, then it's 2015 and people are like, I don't yeah. think Hillary Clinton Wait, can be president. Their pussy was powerful. Well, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. as women, they were strong. And I yeah. mean, women just have this aura to them, but it's just different energy but than men. No, but at the same time, our pussy is the power. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Well, if pussy you, runs the world. Like, if, let's look at this. If you took, if you were, if we were able to detach our pussy, okay, if we could detach <laughs> our pussy, mm-hmm. do you think? What a dream. You know, do you think guys Man, will nice. really come on, guys? Will, if you could detach, you, I, I had this little joke. I said to my husband, I said, the, my husband is not worried about me. He's worried about if I'm going to give my pussy to somebody else. That's the issue. <laughs> right. Now, if I could. Detach, detach my pussy and leave it with him he wouldn't give a fuck where I was going well right. I mean we've kind of done that with the flashlight <laughs> are you familiar with the flashlight no. oh well oh, Janice, let's talk about the let's have a, a flashlight hope, well, don't let your husband listen to this yeah. Yeah. No, 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 he'll <laughs> not give a fuck about, about where you're going <laughs> and you still have your pussy um, <laughs> Tell me tri- it's a sex toy for a guy Guys don't get a lot of sex toys. A lot the sex toy market is mainly for women, right? So it looks like a, I have a bit about this. It looks like a giant plastic flashlight, and when you unscrew the cap, it's a vagina. I heard about that. <laughs> yeah, and you and I, I my <laughs> my boyfriend used to date a porn star, and he held on to her flashlight for a little bit before I found it during Hurricane Sandy and threw it out. You told me about. Oh, that. I, yes, I probably did that bit did. on this on stage when we met. Uh, but no. like, I fingered it. Because I was like, I'm not going to not finger this Wait vagina. A so it's a, pu- a mole? <laughs> right. It's, a, it's a, an actual mole of a, of it's a, a pussy. A, yeah, it's like a silicone. We're going to say vagina now. This is a vagina. I yeah. mean, it's, yeah. It's they, they, take yeah. A, they take a mold of it and they form it into this, I guess, silicone. And it's, I mean, when you finger it, it feels nice. Like if I had a penis, I'd yeah. be like, this is a cozy little spot. Stick it. it in there. Yeah. So there is pocket pussies. <laughs> You, well, I take that back. I like watching you digest this news. Oh, this thank is fun. you. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> they're newer. I think they're yeah, you they're know, pretty new, a couple years with, old. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking more of like a, a like if you know you ever see those some monster stories, those monster films that it's really a pulsating pussy, a real one with flesh and blood. You know? Wait, m- what monster film do you watch? The, I watch. I would just monster. watch it. Yeah, the pussy monster. A classic Hammer horror films. <laughs> Not no silicone. It's real. You know that you old know, Hitchcock love. film, Killer Pussy. <laughs> I can't. 
Oh, that's a great show. That would that be should a great, be a movie. Killer pussy. Let's let's make it. Let's make. Yeah. That's your second show. <laughs> that's our second killer show. pussy. Killer now, pussy. let's start. We usually start with the guest's child, like going from you know young till now, right? And okay. you have had this amazing story that you told me about your mother. Okay. Um, just yeah, tell us about your mom okay. and what she did. Okay. First, let me give you a little background yeah. information about my mom. Uh, my mom grew up and she grew up in the St. Thomas in the islands. Okay. And cool. um, she grew up very different in terms that uh, when people were really poor, uh, in order to get some kind of some kind of fin- finance, mm-hmm. you got to remember there was no social program anything. My mother was sold to uh, sold. Uh, she was sold to uh, a man. Uh, oh, a madam. So, a, okay. A, like a she was a prostitute. Yeah, a madam who you know had yeah. a prostitute. Who hosted a brothel? Yeah. Oh, female yeah, a brothel. A yeah. brothel. So a madam so, who was the head of a brothel. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when at, at the age of nine, she Not was nine. So, nine she was sold <laughs> to this woman, mm-hmm. which she called Mama, and basically she was at the time she was nine until she was sixteen. She actually worked. Uh, um, cooking and cleaning for this madam. So she didn't do any sexual acts. No, not oh, yet. I was going to no. say, oh my god, nine. I don't so know. I can't say. I don't oh, okay. know. Okay. Right. I don't know. I, I do know that. Uh, I do know. By the time she was fifteen, she had a baby. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, was that baby you or was no? It this is my sister. Oh, okay. Oh, that I know. There's a lot of. Th- I think a lot of things that she done when she came to this country, she got Amer- American lies. So she didn't want to know. Fresh start. Yeah, she fresh start. That was the old mom. Yeah, yeah. that was the old mom. <laughs> yeah. But I got these little hints. So she actually grew up in a brothel. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Cleaning and cooking. She's a fantastic, she was a fantastic cook. Prostitutes oh, are picky. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, those. Was, they so, like their sauces. So when she came to New York, she brought, I don't know, she brought herself here. And then eventually my father. And then eventually she, I was born. I'm the first of that union. Um, right. So, and then I have siblings. But we grew up in Spanish Hall. And it was a time during the 1950s, uh, 50s, some 50s, um, I would say the 50s. And at that time, it was very segregated, yeah. um, really brutal I mean, in terms of racism. Uh, we weren't allowed. What kinds to... of things would happen? Well, let's put, I, th- th- if I told you some of the crazy shit that would happen. What's the craziest shit? Okay, for instance, um, uh, most of when I went to uh, um, June, when I went to elementary school, uh-huh. uh, one of the things that was done was that you didn't really teach us. Because if oh. you educated us, then we would you be get power. We get power. So one of the things that racism did was that it made sure that the children were not educated. Jesus. So I'll tell you a situation I had, and I spoke to my my uh, my psychology professor, and he didn't believe me. But we would have substitute. I remember nothing against white people. Mm-hmm. Okay? Don't worry. You can okay. shit on white Okay, but then we had one time I was, for one, my first language was Spanish. So they didn't have ESL. Uh, so for till from the time I entered school until the fourth grade, I was put into the special needs. Right, oh, yeah. right. I've heard about this. Yeah, when in reality, teacher, yeah. you were probably smarter than everybody else because yeah. you knew two languages. Yeah, One yeah. you were learning, yeah, but you yeah. knew. So they put me in the special needs, and I'm seriously, this was like the mental retarded, and they didn't yeah. have the special program. So I spent like four years in that. Oh my god. Uh, then when when I fought, started speaking English, um, I was put in a regular classroom which was really it was just like a holding cell and I, I, I'm i not lying mm-hmm. there was nothing all education and I remember one time um, uh, we had a substitute and the substitute brought her boyfriend what? 
bought her boyfriend. <laughs> and they were, and we were what like, a, what a needy girlfriend. And oh, we were like, I think I was in the third or fourth grade. And I'm sitting there, we're all sitting there, and she's in front of the class with her boyfriend making out. What the fuck? In front of She a white bitch? Yeah, she was white. Fucking white people. Yeah, you know, fucking white people. That's so weird. That's so bizarre. And then she, they would turn while they making out, would ask her sexual questions about our parents. What? I'm serious. Now, I told Were they my, getting off on it? Yeah. Oh, my well, God. We were, we were like, we didn't know what was going on. I think you were on. sexually assaulted. Yeah, yeah. We were. So I went home and I told my mother in Spanish, mira, mami, está haciendo malo en la casa, en la escuela. So my mother... Sounds she, severe. Yeah. So my mother ran to the school and she confronted the principal and then the principal tore her a new asshole. What? Because my mother, again, this is back in the 50s. Speak up. Yeah. Jeez. And that they don't know what I'm talking about. I'm a liar. I'm mentally ill, whatever. Oh, God. So, but she, and it really degraded her in terms of that um, you're not educated. You don't know what you're talking about. This is, you know, so. Uh, so, um, that kills that really, your soul. It's, so, it's humiliating yeah, when you get it really treated hurt, like less it, than. It really hurt my mother really, really bad. Oh. So she beat the shit out of me. But, <laughs> but you know, because why did you make me go and, you know, oh. like that? But it was that bad. It was right. really, really bad. I mean, it, oh, it's a damn. book in itself. Um, so going back to my mother, this is really depressing. And it was a time, too, that there was no health care. Yeah. There was no birth control. Mm-hmm. Many of us did not could not afford doctors. So we had to we had to rely on some of the old traditions that many of the people brought from their country. Mm-hmm. And you know uh, that, you know. Uh if you're Italian, the evil eye, you know. Yeah. You know? What's the evil eye? Oh, if well, you're Italian, you know, they would put a thread on you so to make sure that or put like a a special bracelet to be blessed. Oh, those bees. Yes. yes. So was that to make it so that you didn't have a baby? No, that's to make it that the that is somebody hated you. That they can't put bad luck on you. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, I know. It's like a lot of superstition, a lot of yeah. tales, yeah, and things like that. So, nature. did you have any sexual sex education in your school? What? Are you no? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I figured that was just a dumb a, question. Just a perverse. Just a just, <laughs> just a, that just fucking a, white teacher. You, you know, no, no, the neighborhood, the neighborhood um, pedophiles. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh. We, we had a lot of them, especially the shopkeepers. Oh God! And, and wish at, at an early the old you know that pedophile pedophile deli guy. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. But know. this is how it is, though, because like even like my like my mom growing up, my mom is is close to your age, and it's just there was just kind of like it was more like jovial, like everyone no one knows talks about anything. Well, no, it's like everyone knows, you know. There's Jim down the street, and he's yes. weird around little kids, but everyone yeah. just kind of knew yeah. it. Uh, it wasn't just, something like, that was identified as like a mental disorder the way it is now. Yeah, yeah. Know that's Jim. Don't he, don't let yeah, Stacy go. You know, you know, he's he likes to touch you very funny. You know, <laughs> you know, don't go there. <laughs> you know, if he wants to kiss you. Don't let him kiss you. <laughs> it was fun. It was yeah. on. Yeah, it's not, it's not like... Time. It was simpler times. And was abortion le- illegal? No. It no, was no, back no. in yeah, the yeah, 50. Yeah, no, no, now, no. we're going to... So, we'll, let me just go on. So, <laughs> so, so what happened was that... Um, what happened was that we're talking about a time where there was, there was no choice. Okay, if you got pregnant, you have the baby. Yeah. Or you know, you had no, you had no recourse. Um, if you there was no birth control to help you, other than what you what you were told. Right. So uh, one of the things they did was they used to stick like um, sponge up their vaginas. You know, so you ah, ah yeah, that's I've what heard 
sponge comes in right. before they market it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Back then, it was just my mom just sticking my it up from the sink in my pussy. Sluts were inventors, you know? There were no rights. You know, women could not, they had to depend on a man. So there were not jobs available to like there are today. You know, so this was really a very, a time where where women was were really suppressed and really um, dependent on men to yeah. really, and they really was. They were forced better. to be dependent they, they on men, forced which to is be dependent. humiliating. Yeah, and so you grew up, and that's why I said about when I opened that story about the virginity, is mm-hmm. because your virginity was it was your your bargaining, you know, mm-hmm. so a good man to marry you and take care of you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mother came up on a time where. Um, the sexual revolution was happening. Uh, Father No Best, uh, Leave It to Beaver was mm. starting to play out. And now here comes the sexual revolution with the 60s. Mm. And all of a sudden, um, the ideology of we wanted, we want human rights with the civil rights movement, women fighting for more equal rights. Um, it was a time where people were fighting for a more of a of a future of education and jobs, um, and things like the arts were like more sexual, like with Woodstock yes. and just like the hippie movements and coming then, into play, right? And infusing sex and then and also a lot of things, to right? yes, a, sex started coming in. Because mm-hmm. you remember Leave It to Be, but they they never showed the couples in the same bed. That's same right. with I Love Lucy, Ricky and, and Lucy were never sleeping. And you in the know same they were bed. fucking. Oh, they fucked. Totally you know, fucking. They patched those twin See, beds together. You. So, we come, so now we come into this era. So the story starts with my mother is that my mother, when she came across, we lived on 110th Street on the fifth floor. And across the street, across the hallway was a woman by the name of Gertrude. And Gertrude was the uh, was the neighborhood or the community abortionist. Now, unfortunately, she had no training. She didn't have that much education. And she resulted into barbaric, barbaric uh, method. And basically, in those days, believe it or not, you take a hanger. Yeah. You remember the clothes hanger? So that's, that's like a not that's actual. A, that's thing. like a real thing. That's a real thing. Now it's you just always a joke. wonder, like, no, yeah, no, yeah. Now no. was she? Did she elect herself to be the neighborhood abortionist? Yeah. How does one become the neighborhood abortionist? You, you, okay, question. she just says, "I'll get rid of it." You pay oh. me. Okay. Uh, so this okay. is kind of like the the same way, like we all know the best person who sells yeah. pot and you yeah. just like, wink, wink, I got a guy. You know, and you got to remember that these women are poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of them, um, they can't afford to bring another baby in. Yeah. Okay. And no condoms were being uh, used, uh, I assume? Um, or were they even well, for well, sale? <laughs> they, probably they were even, uh, but you have to admit there's no sex education. Right. So women had no idea really how they like, got pregnant. What do I put this on my foot? What do I yeah, do? Yeah, they have no idea that they understand understand uh, the rep- uh, reproductive system that's just been introduced in they, the 60s mm. and 70s and with a great book Damn. come up my body myself and I remember that book the I've first, heard of that book but I've not first, read it yeah that was the only book that started coming out to really my body edu- myself and I I want to read that yeah, yeah. That, that were educated women and that started and only women who were more on the upper echelon yeah you got it but if you're poor yeah and you barely had a third grade you know uh, education Oh, yeah. yeah. What's and that to you? You're yeah. just trying to get by and yeah. get money. And so, and, well, it's, yeah. And I mean, live. like we're wondering why the birth rates sh- are higher. And, you know, I'm sure. Yeah. They, yeah, I'm sure they understood it, but most of the time they didn't. A lot of the time, women got in trouble because a guy said they loved them, and you know, they had sex, not understanding the consequence. And next yeah. thing you know, they're pregnant, and the guy is off. Well, guys uh, have been lying to get sex since the beginning of time. Yeah, that's so. I mean, that's a. 
Classic story. That's a classic. <laughs> story. Fucking Adam was like, "Hey, yeah, uh, you know, I love you." We'll, we'll and, talk uh, about uh, you know. We'll talk about that. But, so hey, there was this neighborhood abortionist. Yes. Yeah, so she was abortionist. Basically, she just appointed herself. She, oh my put, god. She put a clo- so yeah. She, did so she what she would do? No, that's probably a dumb know. question too. So she people, women would come oh. desperate to her. So my mother got a job in New York City Hospital as a as a, in housekeeping. So here's the little trick about. Let me tell you the reality. In those days, abortion was illegal. Mm-hmm. So if you were poor and you did an abortion and had, and you started to have complications because if you use a hanger, it will tear up your uterus. So a lot of them God would have damn it, like that is so, so a lot God of them would have like either uh, lacerated uterus, oh excessive bleeding. So they would go to the hospital. If the doctor suspected that you did an abortion, uh. he had the right to let you die. <gasps> Because Are you if he kidding me? No. If he treated you, then he'll be an accessory. Because so abortion, because abortion God, was yeah. illegal. Uh-huh. And if you survived the abortion, you were gonna go to jail. You was gonna get arrested. So goddamn. You saw it was so a lot of women. You're living in a prison. Li- oh this, my god. So a lot of women a lot of women were found were found dead in their room because they or their apartment because mm-hmm. they couldn't go to the doctor because yeah. either way. But if you wow. were affluent if you were affluent and you got an abortion, which I'm sure hush, hush. they could go to the doctor and the doctor would say, well, this is a miscarriage. Yeah. Okay. And this is where it comes in with my mother. So my mother, who had befriended a doctor, and the doctor said, I know that this is an abortion, but they got money, they can pay for it. Right. And he started talking to my mother about the procedure mm. and what they did. And my mother would just listen. My mother always wanted to be a nurse. So when she found out is that what the um, the procedure they use is called the injection of saline. And what that means, yeah, what they see, the uterus is a very sensitive... Wait, do you say saline? Well, saline... Like salt water? Salt water, salt water. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you inject, if you're pregnant, you inject any foreign object in your uterus, mm-hmm. your uterus will automatically expel, uh-huh. naturally expel. It would miscarriage itself. So that's which a is piece the, of knowledge. That, so so my oh, mother brought that. very powerful. So my mother brought this back to Gertrude, and she said, Gertrude, I found this way, and it's not a risk, because what you're doing, you're going to kill a woman. Yeah. yeah. Gertrude said, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh Gertrude. So one thing, Gertrude did do oh this abortion. <laughs> the woman did go to the hospital and she died. But before she died, she gave up Gertrude. So next thing I know, I see Gertrude's face in the newspaper. Oh, she's turned her in. Yeah, she died. The woman died, but... She was like, damn you, Gertrude. If I'm gonna die, you're gonna fucking (laughs) pay for this, Gertrude. Gertrude (laughs) last word was Gertrude. Gertrude. (laughs) So Gertrude got arrested and she got life in prison. Life in prison. And then they went into Gertrude's apartment and there were just clothes everywhere. (laughs) All over the floor. You know, so... So next thing we know, so we next thing we know, we see this, we see the doors closed, and but my mother used to help her, you know, with uh-huh. her because she used to have like a line of customers, wow, just a line of customers to be like, and a, what kind, yeah. what people, what what were they well, people from your neighborhood? Yeah, what was they, the demographic? Oh, uh, the demographic was any, uh, it, it was Italian, it was Jewish, anybody that was poor. 
Because uh-huh. a, even a doctor wouldn't. Yeah, if they were poor, they found out. So they were all. It was all. But it was like, how well known was this? Because it's like, if you know, there's a lot of people. There was just no Facebook kind of going. Then. Yeah, going to Gertrude's apartment. Like, you no, know, like, did the people in the building know? Was this? Oh, everybody knew. Oh, okay. oh okay. everybody knew. Gertrude did a boss. She did. She she's in a boss. Because I didn't know if the. I was like, I'm like, I'm assuming like my my building that I live in. I live in Harlem, and it's pr- primarily uh, a Latin building. And I was like, we all know each other. Shit. Well, so, so you'll like, be at, like, at least you got. <laughs> and you got to remember in those days, you had um, people had the right to if they saw your child do something wrong they would beat them yeah you know, oh. okay, that I, would, I would like to bring that back you know and like so it was very close and, mm-hmm. and it's like a hush house you know it was a service right so yeah. it was very well known okay so it was it was just like you know you know the best guy who have the best pot yeah. right you exactly, know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. you know room 30 and 110 uh, 34 no man Mike's got yeah, that yeah, good shit got that good shit man just knock it and there, and there was no kind of like religious back, backlash to that because it's like it's, it's confusing to me sometimes because I know like uh, you know Puerto Puerto Rican people usually religious, and then so it's like, what is the? Is they're just they just say, God, please get this over with. Don't let nobody right. find okay. it. Okay, okay. Okay, bye. Gotcha. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's Wham, it. Bam, thank then me, bam, thank you, God. Thing okay, out of me. when I get there, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> this one's on me, guys. Yeah, Sorry about see, that. That's right. You know, right. Bobby, you know, I'll just go up there. I'll talk to you later. You okay. Know? <laughs> uh, you know, I do like ten hell marys and shit. You know, burn some candles. You know, I don't know. I'll be Real good for a yeah, while. I, mean, well, I won't have sex no more for a while. <laughs> if you do this for me, no more sex. Okay. Until Antonio comes back from the army, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, so woman died, and she gave up Gertrude got life in prison. <laughs> but my mother, never, people, the women kept coming. Yeah, they kept coming. Yeah. So they and started your mom has this knowledge now. Yeah. So they knocked on her door, and my mother started proceeding using the saline. Uh-huh. And it, the word got around that it was natural. Um, it would induce it would induce labor. It would miscarriage. No bleeding. Um, Holy shit! Now, now, when you do that to a uterus with a fetus in it, the 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 fetus has to. Because this is the one thing that with well, miscarriages, this, I always I never think about it. The fetus still has to come. Oh, out it of comes your body. out. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have a, you got You got to remember that what happens is is that my mother had this model. She had this rule. She would not touch you more than three months mm-hmm. that's it right. she would not go for the first the first trimester how she, could she tell though she was good she could look at you and tell you you were pregnant before you even knew you wow. were pregnant she Damn. could just look at you and say you're pregnant she could tell you what you're having holy shit that's how good she was wow and um so she would not do it um uh, after three months i remember i told you she always wanted to do a nurse be a nurse she worked in new york hospital she befriended a doctor she would always go to him and mm-hmm. talk to him and he, he probably didn't know why right she probably saw this um this little black puerto rican woman you know <laughs> she just she was just she like, always bilingual when she came to the country was she already like was she well my mother spoke my mother spoke english and spanish right but okay. she spoke creole Oh, y'all! You what you want? You want it to be what's in our study? Whoa! Oh, yeah. Sounds like your voice is in reverse. Yeah, and so, but she's very interesting. <laughs> okay, and my father didn't speak any English. Okay, um, so then the women kept coming, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they found out, hey, this woman can make you have an abortion, 
It's, you don't go through suffering that, that much blood. It's mm-hmm. easy, you know? So what she did was that she she found a way to have the body naturally miscarriage. Right. Okay, that's what they use now. Right. There's different methods, but that was the original. So all of a sudden, you started going, and my mother started having all of these people. I mean, she would come on a Saturday. It would be women down Two, wow. three flights, you know. And where would she do it? In the bathroom? Did she uh, have like she, a room? This she is was, the abortion she, room. Yeah, this is Janice. the abortion. She would take. <laughs> Don't go she, in it. Yeah, she would take. She would take. She would turn one of the rooms in one of our bedrooms, and then we, you know, she would take care. <gasps> Whoever's of bad this week, you're yeah, getting yeah. all the abortions are happening in your room. <laughs> Janice's room. <laughs> Janice, if you get a C or lower, <laughs> you're right. the abortion room. That's right. You know, <laughs> and so it started getting. It was, she started getting money. Okay, she started making. How much? I would say. In those days, um, uh, for an abortion, now you remember 1950, so $50 would be the equivalent of maybe here, I would say about three or four hundred dollars. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because rent was $50 a month. Oh. oh. So one of wow. Yeah. So, I'd, be, I'd be trying to get people to get knocked yeah, up. So, <laughs> so, you know, they would, so, you know, uh, and uh, so what happened one day, uh, she was walking home, and this guy by the name of Richie from the, uh, from the Italian ghetto um, pulls up next to her and says um, you're working for us and my mother said what you mean come again <laughs> she says you you either work for us or you don't work at all Ooh. It, was oh, the, that's it was the mafia Oh boy, oh, yes. Jesus! So the mafia—they smelled money, they smelled and they the came money. a running. So next thing, my mother now has transformed from doing local abortion, and she started getting high clientele. She's, oh. a, she's now a celebrity abortion. She, she's a celebrity <laughs> abortion. So she started now. She now for once she was in those days she was getting like a thousand. Wow. Now, did this mafia guy threaten he, her with... Yes. Obviously, he had to yes. threaten her life yeah. or else... He yeah, he threatened her. But he was getting, in those days, he would get 3000 and only pay her eight to 1000 Right. Wow. So we talking about high celebrities. Yeah. Would you get with their famous people that yeah, would go? I don't know, but I know we. I would see limousines. Holy and shit! And I never really met white people. <laughs> I love I, that. I never met white people until she started working for the mafia. Wow. And to me, it was like, oh wow, they got a pussy. <laughs> Because <laughs> I never thought we they, seem like a pussy yeah, culture. Pussy, yeah. I get it. Oh, I yeah. get it. You know, it's like, oh my God, they fuck. You thought oh, we were all like oh, Barbies. And let me tell you, with this one woman, she came. And because of my mother's dealing with, and she dealt with the mafia from 19, wow. I would say from 1955 to 1906. When, when did abortion become 73, I think. 73. January of 73. So 73, Roe v. Wade. the night that abortion became le- legal. She like, ah, fuck. No, she didn't, because her method was so good. Right. She really and thought, safe. Yeah, she really, because she never had anybody. She would sit there and say, no one ever died on me. Mm-hmm. She's so, okay, she's never had yeah, any mishap. Well, I mean, someone had. died. It just wasn't the woman. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. She said, nobody yeah. dead, dead, dead. First dead baby joke yes. of the episode. This is, it took longer than I thought. Very good. Touche. <laughs> so, uh, she, so she pried herself. And they were fast. They never got really... No, How long they, did it take to get it? Like, so when a woman came into the apartment... For, well, what, I when, can tell you, I had, um, um, I had my first abortion when I was about 16. 
Oh. Wait, did, okay. and your mom did it? My mom did it. Oh. Okay, so no, no actually with, with the actual proceeding, like what is she using to in- put the saline like a like a turkey baster I'm imagining? No, let me tell you how it works. Yeah. Okay. I'm so, so curious. you know the kind of um, the what you call that tube they put when you um have to when you when um, a catheter? catheter? Yes. Okay. Oh. So you take the catheter. So thinner, okay. Okay. And then what she would do, she would sterilize all her material. That's always, good. Step one in being an abortionist. Yes, she sterilized always believe rubbing alcohol. You know, no boil it she will oh, boil and, it yeah, that's great she boil it she had her own little boil pot and everything <laughs> i hope you i hope don't you cook spaghetti pot. in that kid that's, <laughs> that, that, that's my abortion that, that's pot. my pot can you, don't not, do can you that. cook in the other pan please said, no mommy no that's the great <laughs> mom i made you this lasagna <laughs> what pot did you use <laughs> i'm serious it was like that don't you use this don't you use this i kill you you know and like all your all your siblings like they did no, they... it was only me that knew about it okay oh, oh. how the hell how do you keep that Abortion, like business. I just have secret. a mommy has a lot of friends. I was the <laughs> oldest. Um, when she would have uh, the people come over, um, she, my little ones, were there, my brothers, then they didn't really know. They were we kind of stupid. You got remember we went to the fifties. Yeah, you know, everyone's just walking 50, around, dumb, yeah. dumb, yeah, dumb, yeah, walking dumb. into walls. I mean, come on, we had Gumby, <laughs> <laughs> and we had Jim, the pedophile yeah, deli guy. Yeah, you just know, didn't go we near. had to do. We were like, uh. <laughs> just <laughs> stuffing Twinkies into your yeah, mouth. Whatever, life is great. You know, then we didn't eat marshmallow fluff. You know, confused. and we had the first TV, so you know, we had the first TV ever, we, ever in the neighborhood. We had the first TV. <laughs> oh, in the because I was like, my mother had the first, the first Cadillac in the neighborhood. Now, now, uh, oh, as she was saying, let me just finish that. <laughs> oh yeah. So you take the catheter, right? Then my mother would sterilize everything, but she would use the hanger and she would stick it in the uh, catheter. Uh, then would, would she, she straighten the hanger? Yeah, she okay, got good. straight. Uh, then she had, she had the, you know, the pliers uh, that open you. Up. Yeah. yeah oh, never, the stirrup. The, yeah. Um, they the, still they look like they're like turkey. They, yeah. they look like tools that you would either she fix kinda, the car with yeah, or she cook kinda, a chicken Yeah, with. she kind of liberated. She kind of liberated from the hospital. Uh, and then she would do that. Does that you, mean she just stole shit from the hospital? Is that yeah, what you mean by liberated? liberated? It's liberated. <laughs> they threw it out in a garbage and she to religion. I was like, she, what she a fancy it. word. Right? <laughs> I want to liberate some cosmetics. Yeah. <laughs> it's liberation. You're liberated. I came here to liberate you. You <laughs> You guys are free. You're, You're free. free. Go. Come here. Come here, Sterl. Better with me. Yeah, come here, Sterl. Come here, Capitha. <laughs> they don't want you anymore. Bonnie God. and Clyde were just liberators. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the stirrups opened up the vagina. Well, yeah, and you saw the, you saw the uterus clearly. <clears throat> and then you would then what you would you do just you look would, right up there then you would this is what they do for an abortion you know that right yeah. right yes I do. I'm yeah. familiar with the ways and they would stick yeah. the, they would stick the catheter into the uterus and then my mother created this mixture herself it had at that time it was a special mixer and then she would boil it make sure and it was it was an antibiotic um, it was an antibiotic but and then make sure everything was clean and she would inject it into the uterus with saline it had yeah. saline yeah, well, no, it was just a mixture with oh, okay. water, boiled water and all that. Yeah. I call it saline, but it's a okay. liquid. Um, the whole procedure, uh, you would abort within one day. Oh. In one day. So you put, the water goes up. How yeah. does the water just magically... Be- because it, you fill the uterus with a foreign body. Right. So the body is a very smart organ. The uterus is very smart. It says we have something foreign in here. And it, the eject, or- eject. Eject, eject. You got to go now. So Bye. when you got your abortion at 16, so you, you were, the, your uterus was filled up with this solution. Yeah. So And then you just waited? And it, you go into cramps and you actually have a miscarriage. By, <sighs> by, does 
it hurt? Um, it yes, it hurts like hell. I've, yeah, it hurts like hell. Which is not dissimilar to taking like a Plan B today. I've taken yeah, I've taken Plan B once. Um, that's I've never I've never had an abortion, but I did play, take Plan so, B once. And the cramping. I mean, my I have cystic ovaries, and my my reproductive system is just a little picky, a little uh, little, uh, a little picky, little yeah, fear. yeah, and uh, very delicate. But oh, like yeah. I was cramping so preference. hard. It's like a Jewish woman yeah. in a restaurant. This is a hmm, yeah. This is a gross really, question. Have really bad cramps. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so really bad cramps. Did you did you know when the but you fetus see, came out? So a... you say fetus. Well, what she does, she refused to do it after three months. Right. So oh, it's, so it's, it's like it's, it's like just lumps. It's just lumps. It's just lumps. Okay. So she oh, okay. refused to treat. As a matter of fact, what she did, if you were beyond that, she would actually give you money. And she would and she would help you to support mm. you to have your baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really that's nice. Great. She would and do that, and you could give it, the baby up for adoption. I yeah. mean, she was. She never. She said if she would tell you, I'm not touching you. With the one girl, she was so far ahead that her mother, she oh. got pregnant. She was six months. My mother said, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, the woman so said, you have far to move. So the woman said, her mother said, well, because you get honor, respect. You know, um, they were from Jamaica, and it would have been a re- really a disrespect. Uh, and this is really cultural. Yeah. In my, when I grew up in my neighborhood, if you got pregnant and you were not married and the neighborhood found out, mm. when you opened your door, you will find a pile of shit on your door, literally. Yeah. People oh would throw God. shit on your door. They would throw urine on your Why? door. What was their problem with your vagina? I mean, that was like the original slut shame. I know. I was going to yeah. say, I, we think it's bad now. You know, but you got to understand, this is, again, goes into, goes into the concept of the role of women mm, or right. what the, you know women we're supposed to be this angelic yeah. being yep. and especially women of color like they face so many more obstacles and even in their more way. so because the only thing you had for a family that was poor is your because again pussy is collateral mm. so if you got a virgin mm. you can sell her or give her away to somebody who has money Marianne who's just, going yeah. to take care of the family it's yeah. true like a pure woman was like a ticket to a better life yes yeah. you know, oh, you that's could, a lot of weight you got remember I, I told you, you know but yeah. this a women I mean, it's interesting how historically a pussy has played yeah. in the economy and 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 and, 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 and history. Yeah. Brought down empires. We our pussy have bought countries. I mean, pussy have brought down presidents. Well, that's why case. I love the story of Evita. You know, if you ever watch the musical yes. Evita, it's, I mean, that's that that is a musical about pussy. Yeah, <laughs> it. I've never seen it. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's very powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we you know us uh, so. Well, this is one thing that I learned by by me knowing that I had the choice that if I had the choice of not having a baby or not having not you know the choice now I believe do I believe that it's wrong I believe that it's something that every woman has to deal with it's her choice it's her choice and it's between she and God yeah okay is it easy hell no oh, that's the other thing I feel like people who are pro-life have this idea in their head because I've talked to some if they Unless they're using their religious background to 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 uh, to back up their bullshit thinking, I almost feel like uh, fuck. Where was I, going? I totally lost. Track. Oh, uh, that. 
that they think women just go out, yeah. have sex, and they're like, whatever, well, just what get an abortion. As if it's some easy choice. No, like, it's not. Honestly, it is, if right. I got pregnant, I don't know that I could get an abortion. You but know, I'm pro-choice all the way. But you, t- but let's if you if you can afford it, okay. This is what kills me. If you if you know like what today's, especially with the far with these very liberal with these little radical thinkers, they're saying we don't want you to get an abortion. We don't want you to have birth control. Mm-hmm. But yet we're going to take away um, social program like You're daycare, set up to fail. And, and we're going to take away uh, we're going to take away um, your your birth control. We're mm-hmm. going to take away your job. Then what you you sending us back to where we mm-hmm. came from? Mm-hmm. And it's you know a catch twenty two. They're taking things away from you, and then when I th- like, and then you get blamed for your choices, but your choices were uninformed because you didn't have access to the education exactly. and the yes. reproductive care. And why is because pussy is fucking powerful? Did that infuriate you? As yeah, a, we as a teen, are. We are. Like young woman, that like, term? What we turn is that we are so powerful. Women don't know how powerful we are. Well, I think you had something very important right there. Yeah. Yeah, women women don't know how if, powerful they are, and, it's, and and if men just keep trying to make us like forget, so that they can continue to be the quote unquote more powerful gender, even though they're not. You, say, you know what? Suppose you just like there was I don't know if there was a uh, I forgot if I read in Shakespeare, but you take a day when women say fuck you, I ain't giving you no pussy, right? Mm-hmm. I ain't giving you nothing. Mm-hmm. See how fast men would change. I'm talking about yeah. all women, prostitute, everybody. Yeah, you know you we are. So so powerful, but yet we are we are we have been manipulated by a man oriented society yeah. to to dis- to distrust each other. In other words, sometimes I look at the beauty pageant. You don't have men passion. Oh my god, right, that yeah. that is the most be- Miss USA, <clears throat> Miss America. Though that bullshit infuriates me, and I really do believe it sets women back so much. I cannot believe it's still happening now because it's not about your fucking talent. It's not about your opinions on the nuclear Iran nuclear deal. It's about your fucking body and how you look. Your pussy. And, oh, <laughs> but it, but in not a powerful way. I feel like it's de- it's so degrading. No, well, it's, but what it it's does, all you are is no, a body. But what it does it plays a psychological game Mm. on females because we strive to be something we will never be Mm-hmm. And then we hate each other because that's we, we're that's driven right crazy. There. Yeah, that's exactly. The pitting pitting women against each other. Exactly. Every you know, it's like it's 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 when you step back and take a look, it's so obvious. Like men, of course, men, men are loving this because it's like as long as the women are hating on each other, we're going to be loyal to guys. It's so stupid. That's when, like the worst thing you can do is be mean to another woman. Like it's like we gotta stick together. I feel like but we're we, we, well, we we are constantly but, against each other. But, but there has been so many mechanisms in yeah. society and culture. And, and and that, the damage that does, the damage of growing up in, in a society or a culture that prohibits you and holds you back. And then when you get older, you realize it. And then I feel like I would be so angry. I, do you have any anger with you about well, how look, they, look. your education was held back because you were in a minority neighborhood? Like, that is fucking bullshit. Well, you know what it did for us? We got remember, I grew up in the 60s. We changed, we changed society. Mm. Yeah, we, we did. Brought this, we brought Thank you, by the way. And then we, we fucked it up. Know, yeah, you're, you're welcome. welcome. Sorry, Jenny. You are welcome. Sorry, Jenny. We were you texting know, and like, I, we forgot about man. it. In the 60s, were you like fucking in the street? Like, tell me more about the sexual revolution. <laughs> oh, what I wanted to say, I just I just jumped up. Uh, what was it? Uh, I'll get back to it. The sexual. Re- See, we didn't have that. See, we were watching what you were watching all these white women and white guys going and having like so we were always fucking. 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we were all we us minority women. We knew the power. Mm-hmm. You know, we knew, we knew how. One of the things was that the one thing about my mother being abortionist was that I knew I had the choice, and I was so I it gave me a You're sense right, of freedom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gave me a sense <clears throat> of empowerment. Did it that, allow you to enjoy sex? Would you say? Um, Yes, it allowed me because at the same time, I became like, I knew I could have an abortion. Mm-hmm. I knew that that I didn't have to, I could make a choice. But going back to the subject is, is that it's not, please people, if you're listening, it's not an easy choice. Right. It's I, like, it's like. I would imagine that's the hardest, you know, the hardest it's like saying, it, can I cut your leg off? Mm-hmm. Please, it's like saying I I'll cut my leg off. Right. Okay. And who did you get pregnant by when you were sixteen? Your did you have a boyfriend or was it someone? Please not be pedophile, Jim. Uh, <laughs> um, it was. Um, it was. It was. It was just. I. It was a sexual. Rev- it was a sexual. Rev- just some guy. It was some. That's guy. fine. Some fucking hot. You're yeah, not guys we so, fucked. Yeah, it was some, some guy. Guys trust me. That's fine. But I didn't have the education. That's what I was gonna say because I was like, it's so interesting because your mom is doing something so groundbreaking yet it's like it's like almost you still don't have the you knowledge. Know, you know how to get rid of the, you, you know, the thing that sex creates. Let me tell you what yeah. my sex education was with my mom. Interesting. Yeah. She would say, this is my sex education. I get my period. Uh-huh. She goes and she hands me a, a, a sanitary napkin. Uh-huh. And she says, don't let no boy touch your skirt. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's it. That was it. That and was we're it. done. And we're done. That's a wrap. The first boy <laughs> that touched my skirt pussy, guys. by mistake, he just happened to brush it. <laughs> right, right, right. I thought I was pregnant for two fucking years. <laughs> no, you. Yes, what? I did. A two-year pregnancy. Two years pregnant. Did you tell your mom? Like, no, I was too scared. <laughs> that baby was getting real well done I'll for you. you. It was like that baby I, was baking I and was, baking. I did. We had no, I had no sex education. Oh well, my even god. Us, we all we all have these stories. I I told a story in an earlier podcast about how I sat on my friend's lap in a in a, in the pool with both we both had swim like I had a bathing suit he had swim trunks on and I thought I was pregnant yeah from sitting oh, on I, someone's lap I used to think I would like hump the furniture as a child and be like ah shit I'm gonna have a baby I guess I gotta tell <laughs> my mom have a little sofa. how am I gonna tell her <laughs> don't a know what the fuck is going her on her seven year old is but a mom this is, but this is what they've done to because they say if we know see if we know it empowers us mm-hmm. it makes us it makes us it makes us uh, makes us where we can't be manipulated by men, mm-hmm. and, I, and yeah, you know. And I don't, I don't, not men are bad. No. So, you know what's interesting is that women have changed in the last fifty years. We have changed. We have a new sense of who we are, what we can do, what we want. Men haven't changed. They're still <laughs> the same. Right. There haven't been no male. Still revelation. the original model. They're still yeah. the model. We're improving. You know, we're iPhone six. You know, They're was, iPhone four. Yeah, well, you know, They're right, flip phone. You know, this this this. You know, they're, they're still, dial-up. if you look in society, <laughs> they're on the wall. They're, they're, a, mess- they're a horse messenger. <laughs> yes. They're they have a, a messenger changed. pigeon. There's smoke and then we, signals. And we, and, and, <laughs> we'll just keep doing that. Yeah, we'll keep going until they're dust. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So, no, it's true. You know, men haven't changed. Well, do you think, though, it's because men have always been in power and they're like, I'm good. Yes. I'm doing me all that's the time. It, so it. I'm sitting because pretty. Because they broke. See, you, let me give you an idea. Right. A man can say, yo, man, I just fucked 10 women. Okay? And they gonna say, his, everybody gonna say, oh, you're a 
Duh. Oh, yeah. yeah. You even get a kid who's 12 who's being molested by an older woman, <gasps> oh. right? They're not going to say you are, you are a victim of, of incest or pedophile. Yeah, you're a say, player, yeah. You're going to say, whoa, man. You <laughs> get it. But see, that's damaging it. to men. I, 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 it like, is. And, and the men can't show emotions. It is. That's repressing. But, but society says, whoa, go ahead, son. Yeah. Tap you're on 12 the... years old, you're knocking that 42-year-old. Right. Go shit. for it. Right. right? Even, yeah. the fact, even when you just said molested, it's like, we we never hear it when it's a like a young guy and an older woman because like, we don't even associate the word molested with that combination. But it's being molested. But it's, of course it is. But yet yeah. society says, "Go, oh, you're a stud." Yeah, a woman she has more than one partner. She's a whore. She's a slut. <sighs> you're telling me, Janice. Come on. <laughs> okay. And I don't care how I don't care who the guy is. Because right. when I was in high school as a high school teacher, I was teaching sex education and I would have this um What I haven't was, you done, Janice? Jeez, yeah. you're a f- you're amazing. <laughs> oh no, I'm not. I'm a survivor. And so what happened <laughs> you're a was hero. I would ask I would ask the boys in, in the ninth grade and tenth and eleventh in my sex education class, and I would say to them, uh, I would say to women, I would say to the girls, um, how many of you ladies would marry a virgin? And the ladies, the girls would not raise their hands. Yeah. Except for one. She <laughs> says, one. Mm-hmm. One out of 300 students, mm-hmm. right? And I asked him once, why not? The girl said, well, he got to know what he's doing. Right. Mm. Oh. So socially, those, yeah. those have so already been So I would ask the boys, I would say to the boys, would you marry a, a girl that have kids? Hell no, I don't want to take care of another man's children. Would you marry a woman that's not a virgin? You know, and they would say, well, I really oh want a virgin. Mm-hmm. And I said, why? They said, I don't want somebody else, you know, stuff. Been messing with my stuff. So this is so the territorial. Me- yeah. So this is the mentality. And they're taught this. Yes. I mean, they're taught this by the people around them, their you know, family growing it's, up. It, but it's the so it's society. Yeah. It, it, it's, and that it's, takes it's, a lot. It's the culture. Yeah. A woman with a lot of sexual partners is like going to the thrift store and a virgin is like getting the new thing. It's, it's, it's on a Cinderella carriage. Oh, yeah. yes. It, and, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, and you're more priced, you know? Yeah. You know, you're worth more. As soon as my father used to say, as soon as you have sex, your pussy develops. Values. Oh, yeah, it's like God. when you drive a new car off the lot. Now, it's, did you ever feel like a, you, did, you ever, <laughs> did you ever feel like a slut? Did you feel ashamed of your sexuality? I would say that I felt I was always uh, I didn't really fully understand it. I I knew that uh, also too. I knew I did not want to play the role. I did not want to. I didn't want to be dependent on a man. Yeah. Um, I I remember one time I was very dependent sexually, and I met this woman. And she turns to me and I said, I need a man. She says, why? So well, I'm feeling kind of horny. <laughs> so she said. Why else? She, you know, she said, well, you better learn how to use your fingers. Mm. So Was I this like a laundromat? We're just walking. Just walking. Just going to the pet store. One tenth in Broadway. So I looked at her and she said, you have to learn to satisfy yourself. Good call. Yeah, what a great thing. You've never met areas of life. up until that conversation? Yes. I never masturbated. Oh. I was 26. Oh! oh. That's 
Jenny, oh. you've dropped the biggest well, bomb of this from episode. A very, I am telling you, I come from a very traditional, traditional family. abortionist family. <laughs> I'm just your we typical Spanish Harlem abortionist. I've had abortions at eight, and it was so. If you but touch no later yourself, than if you touch yourself, if you touch yourself, right. you got to remember. You touch us. I give you a good. What, what is there religious repercussions or no? It was what the, kept it you was, from doing it. it was, you didn't lie it, in bed and your vagina's tingling. You're like, wish well, I could do me, something. You know, I did this. <laughs> I challenged this. Put a man's panty, put a man's underwear on the table uh-huh. and put a female panty on the table and watch the reaction of people touching it. They don't have to know that it's clean or dirty. Uh-huh. You'll find that they will pick up the man's underwear like it's nothing. Yeah. And then they will pick up the panties of a woman like it's it's like contaminated. Ugh. That That's is the idea shitty. of what they think about pussy. Wow. So Whoa. it kind of ingri- it kind of where is it, where have you run that down. experiment? Huh? Where have I you run, run in your sex ed class? Your sex ed class. Times Square. Yeah, no, it's you try <laughs> That's that. A good idea. You. It's interesting. You will do that. You will take up a woman's panty like this. And women's vagina is much cleaner than men's dicks, you know? Yeah. It's but yeah, we have organ. this idea of being dirty. Mm-hmm. Being so clean. what was was it like when you finally masturbated? Oh Were my like, god! Oh. Well, it was like it was the like it was up. like I love you. Uh, where have you been? I mean, I, I applaud myself now when I when I masturbate. When I masturbate, when I'm finished, I say, "Oh my god, you were awesome." I just go, "Oh, <laughs> you were so good." Soft banana. <laughs> so, how has your sexuality changed uh, from your from let's say from your twenties until now? Like, do you actively have sex? Do you actively masturbate? What I actively you, masturbate. Um, I do masturbate because I know what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't have. Um, I don't have. I'm separated. I was gonna say. I was like, you said you were married, but you're so you're separate. How long were you married with your husband for? I was married with my husband for about twenty years. Okay. And my husband also. Good run. But yeah, I was about twenty years. And my husband also was. Um, he grew up. And he's Hispanic. Mm-hmm. He's Catholic. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> so he's really fucked up. You know? <laughs> From your mouth to God's yes, ears. Yes. Yes. God knows you fucked him up. <laughs> Why you do that, God? Why? <laughs> Could you just leave Jesus? Just settle with Jesus. So um, he had a lot, he had a lot of shit going with him, and, um, and it's interesting because was your uh, sex life uh, held was, back because of his? It was. It be. He was like. He just has some. He has some issues. He had issues between wanting a whore and then wanting a, a hoe and a housewife. You, you yeah. and a housewife. It was yeah, just, a lady yeah. on the street. And yeah, a freak in the you bed. know, yeah. yeah, you know, it was you know, once I became a wife, it was totally and a mother was. It just he was fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I learned to really what I but what I have learned by masturbating, I know what I want. Mm-hmm. I know what I like. You know, and you can be mm-hmm. in tune, being in tune with I'm your in body. Tune with, tune, I know what turns me on. I know yeah. what makes me feel good. Yeah. Um. When you um, um, uh, and also yeah and. And I'm satisfied. And in the morning, I don't have to take get out of my bed, and you don't have <laughs> make to it call breakfast me. You make breakfast, mm. you know. It's your fingers; they're I, attached. Yeah. That's oh, fine. I'm fingers vibrate forever. <laughs> you know, bananas. I don't. You know. Yeah. You know, I had a love affair with a pickle one time. Oh what? my god! You stuck a pickle up your pussy? Oh my god! They're so good. What? <laughs> yeah, we were. Well, anything works when you can 
when you know how it's not the size of it's how you well use there's it. that famous saying anything's a dildo if you're brave enough yeah you so, know yeah of course. a pickle would only burn if you had a cut in your vagina uh, that's yeah true. that's yeah. true you know or a cucumber oh um, yeah, or maybe the corner of a I, table how have know? i never stuck any fruits or vegetables on my vagina i that haven't on me oh that's so that why wouldn't I? You just got. You know, I I learned. You know what I did too. By masturbating, women learn to love themselves. Mm-hmm. You, oh uh, yeah, you actually learn to love. Yourself. As long as you, I feel like though, if you're masturbating with guilt, it's a different. But you seem more like had a grasp. It, it makes on, you really comfortable with your body too. Yes, I and, and women, I do going way back to earlier in the conversation. Like if women have so much untapped power and potential that I feel like if they really looked inside themselves and really felt that like everyone's life I mean their lives would be yeah. knowing your value more is colorful exciting I would say like in a positive way because when I when I masturbate I love myself mm-hmm. it's not the it's not it's not just the the act of getting off uh-huh. right. it's taking that moment that moment and saying I love you yeah. you should teach a course on you masturbation should. get out of well, here well you know what I've actually been starting doing <laughs> what I just started this with masturbating and probably like a month ago after because I'm I rush everything I do I rush I go really fast and even when I when I masturbate I'm like okay I'm good I gotta go clean whatever something or go to a show <laughs> more, more of go to a show uh, but I've taken this like moment after I have an orgasm I kind of like breathe in because I know that there's chemicals that get released in your brain after you have an orgasm they're calming and stuff and I just take a deep breath and then I breathe out really slow and I I don't know why but I feel like I the chemicals absorb in my body more and I just it's just the most pleasurable experience taking that moment right after you have an orgasm with yourself and you know just what like I do? breathing deep. What I do is I think that I, I'm bisexual. So oh, I'm geez, bisexual. I could talk to you for so, I mean, was anyone surprised? Yeah. Janice, yeah. Janice. You're so yeah. cool. You're so cool, Janice. <laughs> Thank you. Damn. But so uh, when I make, when I have, when I, when I masturbate, I'm actually making love. I would say making love how I would Making love to myself. Right. You know? How you would to another woman? Yes. Uh-huh. So I would make love to myself and I would talk to myself or what I would do for that with that other woman. Mm-hmm. I do for me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm actually making you know. And then afterward, like I said, when I'm finished, I say, oh, baby, you were so good. <laughs> oh, I love when you And I love that. Take on the world. Yeah. Has I'm... your sexual appetite changed with age? Um, I'm more hornier. You think. are? Yeah. That makes me so happy. Because yeah. I'm like, shit, am I going to be like 50 and like all dried Hell up and no. I'm not going to fuck anymore? Hell no. Your, your sexuality just peaks. Because now, because I'm at an age, I don't have to worry about getting pregnant. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a real fucking relief. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to worry about getting pregnant, but I have to worry about, I have to worry about, the, you know, venereal disease and HIV. Oh, yeah. And you that. want to, right. Because that yourself. has spiked with, uh, with, uh, with this, with older with people. You know, HIV now is uh, becoming a I've heard that in, in elderly. Viagra and shit. Well, also in, in um, assisted living and elderly homes. Yeah. I did, I think I read that somewhere because that the STD rates are actually really high. high. Because, because you, why? Yeah, why because, is that? Because yeah, at that point, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's yeah, why. At that point, condom schmond. Okay. I got yeah. five years left. Yeah, man. You're like I've made it this long. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, might as well go out with a bang. I agree with you. Some <laughs> me get HIV, me get you know syphilis, me get like gonorrhea. Get out of here! This is an old pussy. Well, it's like, would you rather die of HIV <laughs> or cancer? It's like, oh, I went, I went out in a fun way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. At least but I got yeah. something out of yeah, it. But another thing was happening too is that men, men are are starting to. 
they start Viagra, she right. said. And so they started to have more intercourse. And it's uh, the men that yeah. do the more trans, 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 trans the transmitting. More, yeah. yeah. Uh, because one man can affect uh, many women. So, right. You know, so, right. So it's most yeah. women. You're telling me. Getting that D wet <laughs> and a lot of pussies. Yeah. It's so interesting because even with STDs, it's like it's much harder for a guy to contract something, but they're just like shooting dirty jizz into all our Oh my God, dude. Would you call it dirty what? <laughs> dirty jizz. Dirty jizz. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a poet, Janice. Dirty I don't know if you got jizz. that credit. I don't know if you checked out my We're website. Start calling penises uh, dirty jizz guns. Uh, <laughs> you get that dirty jizz gun away. Oh my God. Did you get a dirty jizz gun? Oh my God. Put that dirty jizz gun down. Have you down. ever contracted a, an STD or an STD? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which ones? Oh, uh, I got gonor- gonorrhea was. I got uh, chlamydia once. <laughs> Oh my you. God. <laughs> Wait, which so what are the signs? Because what was your favorite? Yeah, which well, one was like the my fave? favorite was the chlamydia because the <laughs> pussy is so bad. It's, it what like, happens? You have to sit there. It's like you ever see You're those, itchy? Yeah, you saw the dogs how they be rubbing against oh you. I have had an, an itchy vagina. Oh my god! You can't do anything. It's oh. just it's, it overtakes your <laughs> oh life. Oh my god! You'd what be a like summer that was! Yeah, you be like bow legged. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, sometimes I've had I've had a yeast infection before, like oh twice my in my God. life. I just scratch my vagina. I don't oh my a God, shit. poor it, baby! I'll be talking. I'm so sorry. To your vagina. Yes, I'm so sorry, baby. I won't do it again. What's gonorrhea like? Uh, <laughs> gonorrhea is the most, it's really nasty because it's a lot of pus. Ooh, right. Okay. Yes, a lot of pus. A lot of uh, stuff comes out of the vagina. Oh my God. It's like, I don't know you. How vagina. long did that last did, for? Uh, after you take, you f- well, if it starts getting pussy, you are fucked up. <laughs> um, but if um, I got it, when it was, I started getting signed. And I have a thing that I love doctors. I hate them, but I always go to doctors because of my That's mother. Good. Yeah. So as soon as I got the sign that something was wrong, I went to my G and they said, you have you have gonorrhea. So what the fuck? <laughs> he said, they said, well, we need everybody that you have had sex with. John. You got an hour? Uh, yeah, like, I put it all down. And then, and then I party. went to the guy, yeah, and I went to the guy and I said, you gave me gonorrhea. And he like, he looked at me, he cursed me out and he told me it wasn't him. I said, fuck you, motherfucker. Of course he did. Yeah. Yes, you did. Uh, but um, that one was the worst. And those are, there. those last, how long does that last? Oh, uh, well, you have to, you have to take medication for about two weeks. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it depends on me because like some of those things can get really serious. Like, yeah. And if you oh, let yeah. that go, that can that kill can you. Kill, well, yeah, because it can yeah. infect your internal It can infect you, it can kill you, and also it can kill your, your ovaries and your yeah. eggs and all that. Um, you just so, always got to be in tune with your pussy. I, 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 oh, yeah. Because t- it's like, we, I always talk about like, you, you know how your pussy this. Did smells? you ever look, did you ever face your pussy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you looked at I looked at my butthole. Yeah, you, yeah. Oh, me too. I know my Good body. Listen, you got to do that. I say to my, hello, pussy. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. My pussy said, well, how are you? <laughs> Sometimes I make it talk yeah, by moving yeah, the lips. Yeah, me too, you <laughs> know. Hey, Christina, you look yeah, really pretty yeah, today. Yeah. Thank you, pussy. I said, thank you. Oh, then my, sometimes, we, no, my pussy talks to me, and I said, no. <gasps> what does your pussy say? Oh, it depends. If if they see, if it's, if it's I see something that I'm attracted to, uh-huh. my pussy said, oh, baby, go get it. I said, no, you cannot. Pussy. No, pussy, bad pussy. Go down, pussy. <laughs> no, pussy. Don't do that, pussy. No. Oh, please. No, pussy. You get me in trouble, pussy. No. Is your pussy also bilingual? Yeah, my pussy is. Oh, speaking, good. Yeah. I, I feel like that. if I spoke Spanish, that when I got like really horny, I would just start speaking oh, in it Spanish. Oh, it's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. my Dude. pussy, my pussy has an accent. They'd be saying to me like, "Mira, mami," what she says. Who said, uh, "Janice"? Wait, I gotta get my Spanish. Shot. <laughs> 
Oh, I, got, I forgot. How he says, oh, yeah, Mina, you got to go. You got to really go see that guy over there. He looks so hot. <laughs> he come here, man, like you can do that. I said, no, pussy, I'm not going. Go, go over there, talk to No, I'm not bad. No, do it for me. Do it for me. <laughs> Your pussy's Jenny. kind of hood. Jenny, that, girl, that guy is really backing uh, yeah, me. Yeah, my pussy's very hood. See, I envision your pussy kind of like Cheetah Rivera. Oh that's my god! How, uh, I, was yes. like, I was thinking, and that's how if I if I was going to illustrate your pussy. I love, I love Cheetah. You, if anyone wants to illustrate Janice's pussy, oh, I have a question. What your pussy? What would your pussy be? That's oh, that's a great question. What should your pussy be like? This is I haven't. Jeez. Oh god, I, I wasn't expecting this. If my pussy was like a celebrity or like a character, who would my pussy be? Who would my pussy be? Who would my pussy? Oh my god! Cheetah, I love Cheetah. Oh, like Cheetah. probably, I'm glad that I touched you with my pussy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like Angel, I don't know. I gotta huh. think about that. Stay real quick. I don't know why, but the first name that comes to mind is Angelina Jolie because it's like I'm dirty and like I like I kinky shit her. and I'll wear your blood around I my neck. I don't Jolie. care. Oh, I absolutely. Would, yeah. I would. Absolutely. Oof. Oh, here's a question that yeah. might be stupid, but I don't know. You know how when people get older, their bodies change. What happens to your vagina as you age? My vagina is tight. Is it any? But like the lit, like the physical look of Did it. Did you do it, anything to make it keep tighter? I take care of my pussy. How? how? <laughs> <laughs> you okay? One, I don't misuse it. Okay. What does that mean? Um, well, if you let save God, it for a special occasion. Yeah, I'll tell you right <laughs> it's now. It's Christmas. I had, I had. Well, it's the like more you China. let guys mess with your pussy, the more they put re- on wear and tear on it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, also, too, I love, I love to be what you call. I don't know the fancy word. Love to be eaten. Okay. Eat now, gone down. Mm-hmm. On. Uh, yeah, gone. I love Conilingus. that. Yeah, conilingus. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, that can also damage your vagina. What? Yeah, no, Janice. It. So you gotta. This is the worst thing I've heard since no, Diet Coke gives you see, cancer. I know, but you gotta tell guys how to take care of your pussy because they right. will, they will wear and tear. Well, it. especially like when I I when I was a teenager and we were starting like boys started to touch boobs and we we're like I guess we're gonna touch each other now and what would happen first before you would make out and then you would get fingered by a dude and that guy. It was like he was just jamming, jamming yeah. Mm-hmm. So what the hell are you? He doing? was like jamming was a pineapple G- into a golf ball. Some hole. GI, some G- GYN doctors do that. I had to tell my GM, oh, GYN doctors, excuse me. Do you do you touch your wife like that? Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. like like you know like you like <laughs> you tell him, Janice. Yeah, like he was like rough. I said, do you are you rough like that with your wife? See, my OBGYN is a Hispanic woman, and she treats it like a delightful. Thank you, delightfully. Yes, yeah. careful, sensual. You got yeah, to tell you know you. I feel that. You have to tell, you have to be, this is like, this is your body's your pussy. Hell yeah. Okay? So, it's, let's say Realize you have a diamond ring. amazing it is. Yeah, you have a diamond ring, right? Mm-hmm. It's about $60,000, $100,000. It's your Damn. ring, right? Are you going to let anybody, somebody come, so even if I came up to you and said, can I borrow your diamond ring? Hell you, no. So, why are you going to think your vagina is worth less? Good Questions. You should write motivational posters. <laughs> but think about that. Yeah, you're right. You know what? You're absolutely right because I never treated my vagina like it was the, the treasure. You, uh, you know, I, I didn't even think of it. I didn't. I didn't think of it uh, that it had value, which I think can be damaging when the virgin is the queen right. of the world. Yeah, I was gonna say this is a hard line to walk because it's, I think I think a lot of times we are we are taught that like what we have and we have to like 
keep it sacred. So, like, what's the line between like making making good choices with your vagina, as as but you also good, being right? able to have fun with your vagina? No, what's you the can difference? do that, but you would. Uh, it's just being responsible and, and mm-hmm. doing what feels right. Yeah, and following still, your, you know, if you have if you your if vagina. you have a guy who's doing rough on you and, and damage, and you say, "Yo, motherfucker, stop that shit." <laughs> yeah. So you if know? you don't like it, but if you like yeah. it, and but you, that's where masturbation comes because mm-hmm. you know what turns on. Turns so on. Yeah. yeah. So you can say, "Listen, I like it like this." Yeah. Do it this way. Yeah. Because I feel like take control. We don't. I feel like women. We just like we just kind of like it's like school lunch. You kind of just like be polite, take what you get, and 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 you and you just deal with it. But it's like no, if you don't like this, you say stop. There's there's a lot of long. Oh, you tell you tell him. Oh, or even better, sit down and talk to him in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, you know what I like. You know, a little bit about me. Like what Mm -hmm. you like. You know, you're gonna fuck him. A little bit about my pussy. What you like. You know what you like to do. You know. Uh Well, I like to chew up on it. No, you're not. Fuck yeah. out of here. You know, Not maybe you pussy. do. Maybe you do. So, okay, chew it up a little bit. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. But you're going to have no to tea. stop, you yeah. know. Um, but if you know what you what turns you on, again, you can, you can, you know, you take Getting control. Getting in touch with yourself yeah, is you so know? important. Yeah, I don't, you know, my my pussy is diamonds. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I have diamonds. Be, uh, my Mario Angelo said that. Don't hate me because I think I have diamonds between my legs. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. But yeah. that's, you know. Maya. And you treat that. You treat that and that's one thing that I find that women don't women maybe because I'm older but women don't understand that concept you got diamonds between your legs you know what else too I feel like a lot of men and probably other women will take a woman who knows her worth and think you know it says she has diamonds in between her leg and call her a bit you know what I mean like make her feel bad for being so well, sure of herself but you still want to but fuck you it. have to be yeah you but still want to fuck you it. have to have that internal strength to know that no this is not I know who I am I know what I'm I know what I want well, guys like that well, I mean yeah. I think you should be women should be treating their whole selves like diamonds yes. but we we abuse, our bodies are diamonds yeah, so we're gonna but shine we bright ourselves are diamonds yeah, yeah. We, we abuse ourselves uh-huh and one of the ways we abuse ourselves it's our sexuality. Oh, absolutely. We do. We do. We, That's what we, this is we, all about. This is why yeah. you're here. You know, um, it's nothing wrong. I have this thing. If you want, I see the men see women three ways. And this is my mm. own in my own way. Okay. okay. Copyright Janice. Okay. Well, you might disagree with me. <laughs> I think now we're talking about a man and men have not changed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Women have changed, but we really haven't changed. We Women look at a guy and we go back to what you said. A woman will look at a guy, either I like him or I don't. There's some women say, well, I like him, I don't like him, and maybe, you know, maybe. And that's the one who's a bitch, right? (laughs) Right. Then you take a man, he looks at women three ways. He looks at one that he's just going to, he's what we call a booty call, Mm. okay? Then he looks at one, well, I'm going to stick with her until the one I really love comes along. That you'll do. I will marry her, Mm -hmm. okay? And that's why some men you will see will be with this woman, have two or three kids, and overnight just walk out. Now, another thing about men, which which is very surprising for me, is I was on the bus one time, and there was a little three-year-old. He was looking at me hard, like a man. <laughs> and at first, I thought it was cute. But, I mean, he was, like, a little short. He had a little suit on. You know, I thought he was Aww. a midget at first, but it was a little... <laughs> was Gary a, Cohen? Yeah, I thought so. And he, But he was just looking at me hard. And his mother caught him and said, oh, you like the woman. Uh, and he did uh, not even look at... He didn't say anything. Look at his mom. He looked at me. He said, "I'm gonna marry her." What? 
three years old, and it just taught me guys know who they want from huh. the time they're young. They know. Did you who... get his number? No, he he looked like hey, a in stalker. a couple years. In a couple no, he years, he'll be a stalker. The three year old stalker. He probably already has a phone. Yeah, oh my god. You can hook him up with Jim. Yeah, but, oh, god. but what I learned is that guys know exactly what they want. Hmm. You ask a woman what she wants. He, a man can tell you what she looks like, what her morals, her value, her physicality, her... He, In their head, they have that They idea. know that. And that's who they want. Mm-hmm. You ask us... And it's like anybody that has a heartbeat. <laughs> I know. don't dare. I always feel like it's the other way around. Really? I don't know. I, I've always, I've never, I mean, I date, I tend to date men that are very different from each other. Like I've never dated a, the same type of guy. Because I, I, I agree with you, Janice. Like I, I had, when I think of like, who am I going to marry when I was a child or when I was a teenager? Huh. I had no idea. I just, I don't we know. Don't a, no a nice person? I also think like a man, so this might be skewing my. Maybe you do. Yeah. Maybe that's it, but that's I was like, great. I, I have a very specific, it's always great. You're supposed to. You're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Now, this, now, my argument is okay, you know what you want. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong if you have a fuck buddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, not at all. It's nothing wrong if you have. So, I love fuck buddies. Uh huh. Because fuck you know, are great. You might yeah, be getting know. some after this uh, you know. episode. You know, know, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you know that's a fuck buddy. Right. Don't have a fuck buddy. Think it's going to become the one you want to marry. Gotcha. It doesn't work that way. Or if you have somebody you're just hanging out with, it's all right. Mm -hmm. We don't have that. You don't have to marry him. You don't have to marry him. It's all right. Well, that's that's funny because I dated a guy once uh, who won't come on, David, who won't come on the podcast. But I dated him. We were sleeping together for probably six months and he broke it off. And I... I thought in my head, I'm like, I almost made myself more upset because I'm like, you should be more upset about this. You were going to be with him for a long time or date him. Or, but I, I, it was so weird. It was almost, I felt very schizophrenic because I, I was like, why am I convincing myself that I should be more upset about this when in reality, like, I don't really give a shit. He was okay. No, but maybe it's because we do this. And this is what the point is. We, as women... We don't. We have to sit there. We have to sit down and say when a guy comes, if we know what we want, mm-hmm. if you know you want a blue dress, and a red dress comes along, you'll wear it, but you don't want to keep it. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're looking for that specific blue dress. Right. Okay. The same thing with men. Okay, men. The, um, um. We we if we're dating, we have a, an idea what we want. Okay, it's not coming yet, but you you know you have your little um your checklist. Yeah. So it's all right if you go through relationship, but you understand because you the, also narrow down yeah, to what but you, you want. but you know what the relationship is. Yeah. This is a guy. This is a fuck buddy. This is somebody just to hang because I know what I'm looking for. Right. Okay. What happens with us is that we've been taught to be to 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 put our value, especially our our, our womanhood, in the hands of a man. Mm-hmm. If a man doesn't, if a if a man gives an attention, that validates. Yeah, our like wait for him to make a move. You know, <laughs> see that we're getting validation from men is a, uh, and that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, it's a problem. See that's that problem. that metaphor really is for men. It's a me. problem for women. You know, because no, because with, when you broke it down with clothing, I was like, oh, this is so clear to me because <laughs> like sense. literally my whole life. 
life, I since I was a little kid and my mom listens to the podcast and she will be rolling her eyes right now. Like I would <laughs> dream up. I'm like, I need boots that go up to the middle of my calf and they are navy blue. Like I'll just like make up something in my head and go out and I we will not stop until we find it. And that's how I always have lived my life. And so it's the same and I do the same exact thing with, with people. It's so all right, especially with men. That's very it's clear. All right. you know. It's all right. Yeah. You know, but what happened, what I find is that women sacrifice and take yeah. they sell themselves short with ah, he'll do he's yeah. okay. Why? I yeah. don't know. If it's he's not who you to. want, kick him to the you curb. Fuck him, and that's it. Fuck him and you leave him, lady. But the, but a guy would appreciate that even so, yeah. because then he doesn't have to play the gay head games with yeah. you, right? And then you don't have to play. So it's all right. Yeah. If you know what you want, and the way to know what you want, you got to know what makes you feel good. Yeah. And it Pay starts with you. Janice, it starts you with gem. you. It starts with you. So Janice. if you know what you need, and I'll give you this last one and you're going to love this audience, okay? You're going <laughs> to yes. love this, okay? I'm going to give you a little trick to how you can determine if this person is what is any interest to you. Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't... Okay, I'm going to ask you four questions. I hope it involves the wind. Yeah, no. <laughs> Mother <laughs> Earth? You four, don't give me the answer because I don't want your audience to know what you're thinking. Okay, we'll do it okay. in our heads. So you do it in your heads and tell me when you're ready. Okay, okay? okay. So the first question is, what is your favorite color and two ways it makes you feel? Do you want... Can I answer? No, don't, I, oh, answer don't answer because you've got your audiences worldwide. Okay. You ready? Yeah, just, yeah. What is your favorite animal and two characteristics that you admire? Tell me when you're ready. Got it. What would you do in an all-white room? Like all-white people or all-white? <laughs> <said> all- <laughs> Way to make it about race. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I mean, I was thinking of like a comedy room, but you meant like a... A room, just a room. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, you ready? I know what I would do. Okay. Okay, ready? And then what is your favorite drink? Don't Alcoholic? Tell, don't tell me. Just, oh, okay. Just, just, I just said favorite drink. Okay. Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm-hmm. I just asked you how you felt about yourself, what kind of person you're attracted to, how do you feel about commitment, and how you like sex. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to have to re-listen right. to that. My memory doesn't Wait, no. <laughs> What's the first one? Uh, how you feel about yourself? Right. So, in other words, uh, oh, you, it might wow. be a, Now, we're talking about Western, a Western society, okay? And this is what we call a profile. And I developed this years ago because uh, that's another story. But anyway, you don't have to wear your color. The color, if you see, it makes you feel good. Yeah. So when you've gone, when you're having a bad day or you're feeling low, you can put that color in a necklace, a scarf, mm-hmm. an underwear. I guarantee it will make you feel good. Oh, wow. Okay? The animal is what you're attracted to. You ever hear women, people say, I'm always getting the same guy, the same girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, okay. and it, when I have a friend who does that, it's like, it, it makes me so frustrated. Well, I'm going to tell you why. It's because your favorite animal is what turns you on. Hmm. So you can't help it. If you see that animal, you're going to admire that animal. I had this, uh, I knew this gentleman who was always complaining about women that were always needy. Hmm. You know, they always, he had to always support them, you know, always asking him to be taken care of. And I said to him, what is your favorite animal? He said, an exotic bird. Right. Oh. Mm. 
exotic birds are high maintenance animals. Yeah, interesting, right? Interesting so, how so, that relates. So even though. He didn't understand that that's what he's attracted to. So if one day if he got a nice dog, it's not bad. But say he got a dog. Mm-hmm. He's not attracted to dogs. Dogs are loyal. They mm-hmm. give you unconditional love. Mm-hmm. You can kick a dog and they will still lick you and kiss you. Mm-hmm. You know, there are women like that or men like that. He's not attracted to that. He's attracted to exotic birds. Mm-hmm. So he has to make up a mind how to deal with his, with his, his, his attraction. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he has to learn how to deal with that. Because wow. that's what turns him on. He needs that. Yeah, makes your, sense. Your room represents how you feel about commitment. The more you, I don't dead, know what my answer. The more means. you had a, the I guess more mine you, means I'm a racist. Wait, wait, sh- <laughs> the, yes, you're a racist. <laughs> you don't want no white people in your room. Um, if the more you decorated your room. The more you know and the more you're specific on your decoration or what you have in that white room, you change the color, whatever you did, more of an idea of what you want in your relationship. Wait, can I ask you to interpret my answer for that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> after yeah. after. I kind of think I'm fucked up. Okay. So if you said, if, you, if somebody said, well, I just want to sleep. Yeah, the, yeah that, that, per- says, that, that says, says a, a lot, lot that yeah. there's no commitment there, okay? I just want to just lay my head down. Yeah, yeah. But the more you are specific about what's in that room, the more you know what you want in a relationship, mm-hmm. okay? And if you don't have anything in there, you're not ready for one. Hmm. That's all right. It, and that that's another thing I wish so many men and women knew. Like, it's okay. You don't have to be in a relationship. You don't have to get Ever. married to one person no. and die holding their hand. It's like, all right. It's, you, it's, do you. Do you. You know, maybe just hang out in a room, you know, and you can yeah. keep going. Do whatever. The last one is how you like sex, which is very important. And what was the question that you asked? You said, what is your favorite drink? Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. That's okay. Right. Now, let me give you an example. If you like, let's say you like whiskey. Whiskey is hard going down, right? Mm-hmm. Whiskey is rough. Whiskey at the same rough is smooth, you know? Mm-hmm. It is it's like it's like it's just like it's like you know, don't talk to me, just fuck me. Mm-hmm. Just fuck me. We don't I don't want to hear shit. You're really speaking you to us. Right? I was going to say yeah, just, I don't just, you don't know this you but we hear, love yeah, some whiskey. Yeah. So just <laughs> the official me. drink of the guys yeah. who fuck oh, podcast. It, 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 is. <laughs> it is. In oh, our in our avatar I'm we're drinking whiskey. Oh my god. We love whiskey. whiskey. Means don't talk to me. Fuck my brains out. Make me call <laughs> your name. So bad right now. I want it now. Yeah. You know me too and like and and like and um and then we'll talk later. Yeah. Right. Okay. Just I want a hot Crazy, animalistic, raw, animalistic. Fucking... Don't, don't talk about. Do you like it? Fuck no! Just do it. <laughs> that is the best note That's to risky, end on. Okay. <laughs> now suppose you meet somebody who just likes water. Well, you say that's exactly what's going to I happen. I hate water. So if I know, like water, but so, I hate but, it. But you might find somebody who's just traditional. Yeah, you know they're then very that would pure. fit your needs. Then it does. But then if but if you like whiskey and they like water, you're gonna dilute each other. Yeah, and that's not gonna be a very good sexual. Yeah, you know. Interesting. So, but if you get something what goes good with whiskey. You know, and if you know, so somebody says, "Oh, my favorite drink is water." Okay, well, I guess we're gonna we ain't gonna, gonna work, work out. out. Bye. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Bye, Brian. And, you know, and you'd be surprised, you know. Also, let's say somebody likes coffee. Mm-hmm. Coffee, coffee is hot. It's bitter. So I like coffee and sweet. That person wants you to talk to them. Yo, baby, yeah. Got some good pussy. Got some good, yeah. That's right. I'll give it to you. sound like daddy. the Yin Yang twins. Yeah, I know. Beat the pussy up. Yeah, beat the pussy up. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, baby. Just so who's, whose pussy is that? Whose dick is that? You know, that's my dick. Yeah, yeah. They want that. Right. They don't want whiskey. Mm-hmm. You know, you do, uh, uh, and they're like, they're like looking, <laughs> looking at, at their you. watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. You see? So, so uh, if you ask somebody those questions, you can read them up real fast. Very good. Thank yeah. you for sharing yeah, that with us. Yeah, you can us. read them real fast. So, we have to unfortunately Jeez. end Oof. our conversation. Oh, but thank you. You are incredible. Where no, can, you are incredible. Where oh, can we find you on God, the Denise. internet? Where, oh. Twitter handle, Instagram, like, or just your address for home. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just come over and you can yes, talk to us? we can talk. <laughs> Definitely whiskey. Oh, my God. I'm so oh, funny. Oh, we should go. We're so funny. Um, I'm over in a Facebook. And so Janice Matias, J-E-N-I-C-E-M-A-T-I-A-S. You can also find me. You can just Google me. And Janice I'm all, Matias. I'm all over the place. I also have a website called JaniceMatias.biz. And I also have uh, about me, Janice Matias. Um, um, cool. For, for, my, for your audience, I am, uh, I'm a triple threat. I do. <laughs> I do stand-up comedy. I do storytelling. Matter of fact, I have some storytelling shows that are coming up in the future. Yeah. Um, if you want to You got know, some stories. Yeah, I got stories for you. I got to tell you the story that uh, my first time that uh, my sexual, real quick, that my <laughs> that uh, my first date that I thought I was going to go with a guy um, on a date, and I was so naive about sex, he says to me, would you like to go to a swinger pool party? And I said, oh my God, he's so romantic. He was put me on a swing. You <laughs> <laughs> sound like me as a child. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, thank right. you so much. This thank you. So thank much you. Fun. This has thank been you. awesome. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Guys We Fucked the Anti Slut Shaming Podcast. We will talk to you next Friday. I sucked my way up to the top.